0: Yeah, it's cash. Get him. DJ Deuce McGuire. This hot as a log fire. fire. Spark the lighter lighter. in the 303. We wrestle at the
1: quarry. Golden, Colorado. Mercury Pro Wrestling Academy. Elevated Wrestling.
0: Yeah. Hashtag follow if you know the motto. Can't stop now. Got the need for speed. Combustion and concussion. Championships in my vision. I put the key in the ignition. Such an easy decision. I got a hustler's ambition. Wrestling at its best. Welcome to the show. I put on for
2: Rocky Mountain Pro. Let's go. rmp radio is back on the air hi this is mr fourth row your host and on this episode with me i have the man of uh mini hats and mini mini talents and that's uh kelly dowdy kelly how are you doing
0: i'm good Artie. how are you doing today
2: i'm doing just fine so hey let's uh you know we haven't officially talked for a while but uh let's talk about kind of what's uh, been happening most recently uh, and that's uh you taking over the uh, play-by-play uh, commentary at the uh, uh, announce booth there for uh, Rocky Mountain Pro and Charged. Uh, how's that uh, been going?
0: Uh, it's been going good on my end. Uh, you'd have to ask the fans how they feel. <laughs> um, you know, Colin was such a great play-by-play guy, so it's it's kind of like trying to fill his shoes but not necessarily trying to be another Colin. Right. Um, you know, and Because he, he had such a great voice for it, and he was on the ball with a lot of things. Um so just trying to kind of, you know, fill that seat well, but kind of give it my own little flavor.
2: Right, yeah. And as far as I can tell, sitting on this side of the, the ropes or this side of the table, it sounds like to me that you've got a good uh, uh, working knowledge of, you know, the basics, the the play-by-play and that kind of stuff. Do you feel that, because you kind of also work behind the scenes and a lot of the production stuff, do you think that kind of helps you out a little bit about knowing the the, the wrestlers and the talent and everything like
0: that? definitely um you know a lot of the move names we joke about i actually was having this conversation with curtis uh two weeks ago i think it was um you know his blockbuster we've, we've always joked about how he just keeps calling it the blockbuster and we need to figure out a move name and just randomly on commentary i yelled out it's over nine thousand because i know he's a big uh dragon ball fan a naruto fan so i was like i'll just yell it out see if it sticks and he came back to me the next day he's like that was the greatest call thank you so much like you know, so just not being able to know like their little ins and outs uh, personally, it was a big help for me because I can tie little things, you know, from their from their personal lives into their you know into their characters that some people wouldn't really get. Um, you know, and not only that, but like you know, our GM Austin Reddick, he always makes the joke that um, you know I've got an encyclopedic knowledge of this company being here for almost eight years, so really nothing nothing's really happened in this company that I don't know about <laughs> and, and for some reason retain. Um, but yeah, I, I know little things like that. And so that helps out a lot when it comes to, you know, having to say something cause you don't want to, you don't want the dead air. And, uh, so just being able to just jump into a quick bit of knowledge that I had, I was like, Oh yeah, I'll do this and I'll say this and hopefully it, it works.
2: Yeah. Well that's, that's cool. Do you think, um, do you think the fans are going to get some of those inside things or they're just kind of accepted as, uh, as is, you know, calling the moves, these fancy names and things like that.
0: I think they'll get at least, you know, I'd say 90% of it. <laughs> um, you know, anyone who, anyone who's, you know, friends with Curtis or even follows him on social media knows how much of a, an, an anime fan he is. Yeah. So to hear me say something, you know, as meme worthy as over 9,000, that's going to register. Um, you know, I, and I definitely try to keep that in mind of like, OK, because, you know, contrary to popular belief, you know, we, we, we do write notes. Um, so you know, I've got a list of notes with me on my computer at all times of like, oh, you know, I can mention that, eh, but the fans probably won't get that one just because, you know, it's an inside joke with the guys in the locker room. And it's like I can say it and I'll probably pop everyone in the back. But is it going to affect the overall show? And if it's going to affect it, I'm not going to say it.
2: Right, yeah, yeah, that makes uh, makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah, and so speaking of that, uh, the first night that you uh, sat down in the chair, were you nervous?
0: Oh, extremely. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I I did play-by-play probably, well, not even play-by-play, I would say more color, um, a couple of years ago on a couple episodes of Charge with uh, Lucas and yeah. um, Cormac. And so I was kind of used to that, but it was always, you know, like, we did it in post, so it was in the studio, and like I had my buddies around, we could throw things back and forth. Um, but you know, doing it live, it was kind of, I, I didn't even expect to get put on the position. I did it, uh, one night at training when Colin was leaving and I told, uh, Austin Reddick, I was like, Hey man, I'd like to, uh, you know, try it out. See what I see what I do. And after the first one I was, I was kind of kicking myself going, man, this isn't, eh, I don't know if I did okay. And from what I was told, like him and, uh, over were both like, that's the guy. Like after the first match, like this is this is the guy that's gonna do it now, and uh, so you know that vote of confidence was great, but I'm sure I was pacing back and forth probably more than half the guys in the rock on the locker, uh, sorry, the locker room, uh, before that episode because I was nervous as as could be.
2: Oh, yeah, that makes makes a lot of sense. So, do you do you subscribe to the philosophy that uh, the play by play has to be the um, the uh, proactive part of the conversation, and the to, and then kind of set up the uh, color commentary to get in the little quips and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yes, and no. Um, you know, the play-by-play has to kind of lead it, um, but you know, the the color also has to provide enough that where if I have nothing to say or if there's a lull in the action, I can't I, I can't call it shinlock for a minute. It's you, know, you need something else, so. And that's their job to do. So, they, I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a give and take. Um, and especially depending on who you're with. Um, you know, when I was with Colin, it was kind of difficult because you kind of had two play-by-play guys. Yeah. Um, you know, Titus was definitely a good color. And so he and I were – plus having that friendship for like five years, we were able to bounce off each other and kind of know each other's rhythm. Um, with Stevie, it's – we're still developing that and he's – He's not used to yet having to be on the fly as much, um, so that'll change as we go. Um, and I know Stevie right now is a uh, temporary replacement. I don't know if that's going to change anytime soon. I am not really in charge of that. I really don't have my two cents in. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, it's like you said, man. It's a give and take. Um, so yeah, you'll you'll it's to me it's more of a sixty forty game.
2: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, um like like you just said uh Stevie uh just sat down in the color commentary uh, you know, starting uh this week and yeah, I've I've kind of gotten used to I got used to him like when Twitch was getting all going with the uh, RMP, he was kind of more of, you know, just kind of doing doing the the proactive part, doing the little play-by-play, having the conversations with the the Twitch audience and stuff like that. So it's kind of a little bit of a change for him too to to sit down in that uh, color spot
0: it is yeah he and he and i were talking about that and even after the show he was like he he said the same thing i said a lot of times and colin said to me before he's like you know it's one of those things of everyone thinks they can do it until it's time to put the headset on and then you're kind of you kind of get that deer in headlights for a minute and you're like oh oh no (laughs) this is is actually happening It, it i mean it took me about two or three episodes to kind of get out of that myself.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, and I, and I feel the same way with uh, my podcasting. I listened to the first couple one, first ones I've done. And I was like, "Oh, don't so, sound like I flowed real well." And now I feel like I'm doing a lot better. You know that kind of thing. It's not, it's just a little about practice, repetition, muscle memory per se. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, another thing that you do uh, with Rocky Mountain Pro is you. Um, oh do a lot of the, like, show flyers, show posters, things of that nature. Um, well, first question I was going to ask you, what does it feel like having your work on a billboard?
0: Oh, that, um, <laughs> yeah, that was different. Um, no, I, I t- you're talking about the devotion, what I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, so I talked with Manny about that. He was just, he sent me a message. I know we are going like, hey, can you do a billboard? I was like, uh, I can do it. It's the question of what do you want on it and what are the dimensions? And once I got all that, it's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. It's, it was just – it didn't hit me until I saw the pictures. And then I was like, oh, wow, thousands of people are seeing my work in another state. This is weird. Yeah. Uh, it was weird but it was really cool at the same time.
2: Uh, So what um, what information did you get that um, how it had to be different than like a flyer or or a poster or thing like that? What what was the kind of the differences, things you had to uh, keep in mind when you worked on it?
0: Um, Not as much difference. Uh, Actually, it started out as the banner for DCW for their Facebook page. And um, Matthew Robles, who works with Manny and Devotion, he was kind of help heading heading that up and so he gave me a kind of list of like make sure this is on it make sure this is on it you don't need to put this on it um so like you know he just told me he's like make sure you got the date the time and the venue and like their social media you don't need the sponsors you don't need um all this extra stuff that you kind of need on a flyer to kind of just fill out space um so it was almost weird to me to not put as much information as i normally do on Um, but no, it wasn't, it wasn't much different than just doing a normal, normal Facebook banner because you you kind of figure Facebook banners, that's what they are now is essentially online billboards. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't that difficult at all. It wasn't, it wasn't much different at all. Uh,
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. So, um, when you are designing a, like a flyer or a poster, that kind of stuff, what kind of things do you, um keep in mind and do you get any kind of direction from you know the the head honchos to make sure you get this added in or make sure you kind of convey this uh, what what goes on with that process
0: um yeah i always i have a i have a template i usually stick with when it comes to uh information so like if you look at the Rocky mountain pro stuff you'll see a lot of the same um the sponsors or where the sponsors are always at the Ticket links, the information of the venue. You always see the Live Pro Wrestling, so that's always that's already set in motion and ready to go. I can change those out at any moment depending on uh, the venue or where the tickets are going to be. And um, but when it comes to the actual posters, it's more of the the, the TV show posters for charge. It's more I just talk to Reddick and I go, hey, uh, give me the three people you want on it, and he'll tell me exactly who he wants, and I just you know right now they're they're all the charge ones are kind of all in the same vein. Uh, and they usually are for about a year. I'll change them up every year. Yeah. Uh, as you've probably seen, like you look at the last few years of posters and they all look different. Um, so you, those are, those are more copy and paste and just kind of replacing some stuff. Not m- too much difficulty. Uh, pay-per-view posters are the ones that I really enjoy. Those are the ones I get to kind of be a little bit more creative and shine on. Um, you know, with like the, the shocktober poster that just came out. Um, you know, I, always, I always laugh, and people give me crap when they figure out how I do it. Is they're like, you know, well, how do you come up with these ideas? And this, the answer is, I steal it. Uh, <laughs> I go online and I look up like posters that I liked when I was a kid. Um, like if you look at the devotion posters, because I've been taking over for them for the last uh, three or four months. Um, this the the pains given one for November. I literally always wanted to redo that Survivor Series poster that was the painting with like Lex Luger and the Steiners. And I always wanted to redo that poster. <laughs> and so I finally got a chance to do it. Um, like, you'll see, if anybody who's, like, a big poster fan of not just wrestling but of movies and stuff like that, if they look at my posters, they'll clearly see where I'm getting inspiration. Um, you know, the Shocktober poster this year, I uh, I saw a picture of the old Halloween Havoc one from 1998. Ah, god that's kind of a simple poster I could, I could easily redo something like that and then you know so instead of putting the two people up okay now i'm going to put the four people up and i'm going to make sure that everything's you know i want to make sure that holiday and abaddon look like they're kind of facing off but not and you know the the tag dudes are there and like the you know, so it, it's a lot of stealing <laughs> long story um but i try to make it my own and give it a little bit of my own my own edge and uh now, I don't want anybody to look at it and go out to direct rip-off unless it's meant to be a direct ripoff. Um, you know, because uh, you always came to the, uh, the Romero shows and the first uh, Rocky Horror wrestling show that we did, you know, it was the Rocky Horror picture show with a Macho Man sunglasses. That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that and that was a direct rip-off because I, I could do it and I had and I, I, it made myself laugh. Um, but no, yeah, the, the normal posters, they're... It's more just making sure you have the idea in your head and just making that work as opposed to, oh, I'm going to slap something together and hope to God it works.
2: Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, so um, you, um, so now if I'm not mistaken, there was actually kind of a earlier release of the Shocktober poster, but then it had to get changed because of of uh, what happened in the charge and things like that. What uh, did, was that, uh, you know, was that just kind of like, Oh, okay, well, great. I'm, you know, I'm glad to get to make a, a second uh, version of the Shocktober poster or.
0: No, usually the pay-per-view posters now, or at least our big event posters, I should say. Um, there's always two versions, unfortunately with me. Um, okay. Because especially with like the summit. Um, and if it's, you know, cause I, I tend to know storylines before they actually happen. Right. Um, So, I kind of get with Reddick and and I'll go, like, what can I put on there? What can I not put on there? And, um, to make sure you don't
2: spoil or anything and that kind of stuff.
0: Exactly. Uh, we knew, we knew ahead of time what was coming up. And, you know, so I came up with that idea and I showed it to them. They're like, perfect, but we can't release it yet. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) I I didn't figure so. Um, so I, I made for that and for Milestone, um, I made what I called teaser posters. Okay. Which was just like, if you look at the the new Shocktober one and the original, the logo is the same, uh, the pumpkin, the hands, and all that stuff. It's all the same. Uh, but I needed, I just needed, you know. Matt told me find a picture of like all the champions. So I found the picture of all of our champions and, and badly photoshopped it in there just just so um, the summit had something to put on their website at the moment. Uh. Um, And that's really all it was, was some, some needed something to put out on the website and uh, to put up in their window. And so I just like I'll I'll make them a teaser. And, um, then I'll print, I'll make the, the big, the final version and send that out when they're ready when we're ready to release everything. And, uh, so yeah, that's how that came about. Same with milestone was, you know, that was that old school poster that I always loved. I always wanted to do was that like that two tone, but I couldn't release the matches because they hadn't been shown on TV yet. Um, so that became kind of the secondary poster because – and I was – and Matt laughs at me every time I say it now because I'm like, here's the teaser poster. I hate it. <laughs> and, I, and I do. I hate – I don't like the original Shocktober one and I didn't like the original Milestone one that I did yeah. um, just because it was so thrown together last minute. And I tried to make it look okay, but it – yeah, it was what it was. I know a lot of people liked the the, the first milestone one, but I, I hated it.
2: Well, all right. It's, so of um, all the the um, the posters that you do, do you do you have a preference of which ones you just enjoy working on the most? Do you enjoy the charged, or do you enjoy doing like the the pay per view ones or the the you know the big the big. Uh, Event ones that uh, Rocky Mountain Pro has, you know, the Milestone, the Shocktober, the Never Broken, et those, the,
0: the, Yeah, the big event pay-per-views, they're always my favorite because, like I said, I get to be more creative and I get to have some fun with it. Um, you know, with Charge, it's, you know, it's one of those, oh, we're going to do them every month, so I don't want to kind of burn myself out and use all my ideas in one year. Um, so it's like, okay, here's a good template that I really like. I'm going to use that for the next six months to a year. Um, so, I mean, they're fun, you know, I, it's kind of cool to, you know, now that we've started to tweak them a little bit, showing the action shots, those are always kind of fun to do. Um, but those are very, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but they're cookie cutter. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, 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 big event ones, they're the most fun because I get to be creative and I get to look for inspiration and find something different that I can do that nobody else does or that they haven't done in a very long time. Uh, So yeah, those are always the fun ones. Like that's why uh, when Manny gave me the opportunity to start taking over devotions, I was very, very happy because I got to – now it's a monthly thing I get to do is like, okay, well, now i got to come up with a Halloween one. Okay, now i got to come up with a Thanksgiving one. Like I'm already questioning what I'm going to do for next month for Christmas. Like I I have no idea. Um, But it's – all I know is it's probably going to be stupid and funny any chance, like any chance, I can put Manny and Vig in a Santa hat, I'm in.
2: Uh, yeah, especially Big Vig <laughs> I could see that. That's funny. Um, it's gonna be a uh, Christmas hat for him. <laughs> yeah. So 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 in a way, it's kind of it's kind of good because it really stretches you. You got your charged one that you are consistent. Rocky Mountain Pro mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have a, a monthly one they've got the the big ones and then you got the the monthly ones. so you kind of got like three different tiers of uh ones you're, you're doing
0: yeah yeah and then you got like the romero's ones which i you know and, and i was doing those more along the lines of the pay-per-view style of something different every time um but you know i was like oh yeah they just want something simple so all right well, i'll give them something simple so you know between them and the charged ones they're they're you know you'll see them at, but I try to make them to the point where if you see, if you, if you go to Romero's and you see that post, you go, Oh, that's Rocky Mountain Pro. Yeah. So something that, you know, you, the minute you see it, you go, Oh, that's what that is. Instead of that's one thing I've always hated about certain promotions. Um, and I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying certain, you know, other companies do that where it's every month it looks entirely different than the night, than the one before. And you almost don't remember who it is. Um, you know, which I like that. You know, you, you look at Ring of Honor's posters, you know, it's Ring of Honor. You, you look at, you know, AEW now has their style where you look at their posters, you know, it's an AEW poster. Um, but a lot of indies do the, uh, we're going to be creative and super different every month and cool. But if I'm looking for your poster, I can't figure it out. Uh, so what? I kind of want, want everyone to have that feeling with RMPs where you see, you go, oh, okay, I know who that is.
2: Yeah. And, and I, and I, I see that. I, I, I would definitely, uh, concur that with that, that you've got. So, and then speaking of, um, uh, that kind of stuff, um, do you, uh, kind of look and maybe critique other companies, especially like, um, well, I mean, I hate to, you know, we're, I'm going to pull no punches, but do you look like yeah. a lot of the, the Lucha shows that we have in the area? And do you, do you feel like they're, to me, they feel like they're overcomplicated. What I mean? Mm. What do you, what do you think?
0: anyone who's anyone who does that and says that they don't look and critique other people's posters are full of crap um,
2: <laughs>
0: you know and, and it's the same with you know anything production wise like yeah you know me and jt we sat and watched the aw show and as good as it was there were a couple production things we sat there and we would just look at each other and groan yeah and uh you're not saying we could do it any better but we're like ah, i wouldn't have done that at that moment but um you know so yeah definitely poster wise i do that with everyone's I'll, I'll look at it and there'll be things i'll take from people so i'll be like "Ooh, i like the way they did that so i'm gonna take that for next time and um but yeah especially like you said the lucha shows and i know that's their style yeah um but i hate it it's a freaking eyesore half the time to look at those
2: yeah and i know when i um when I it on um, the other podcast that I do, I go, I am sorry, guys. I'm trying to read this the best I can. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, and I'm not talking that I'm not talking the Spanish part. I'm talking the, the actual details of it. And I'm like, oh, right. guys,
0: it's very it's very difficult. And like I have that problem with uh, I wish there was a Facebook page for like bad indie wrestling posters because <laughs> I, I would subscribe to that in a second because that is like my my biggest Vice is just looking at bad indie wrestling posters. Like, and I'm not saying mine are the greatest thing in the world, but like, if somebody, if one of these guys could give me a clean cut, I would praise them. Uh, you know, if yeah, you, know, you got these guys who like they have a, a cut off picture where it cuts people off at the waist instead of putting like a text block or something over there. They just have it there, and you're just like, God, that looks awful. Like, what? Who said that this was a good idea? So, when I see stuff like that, it drives me nuts and it just makes me like, okay, I need to make sure I never do that ever. And if I do, I will, you'll see me beat myself up about it. Mm, yeah.
2: Yeah. Cause, you know, cause I mean, and what's, um, you know, I look at it and I don't know if you agree with it. When it comes to that kind of flyers, posters, things of that nature, it's to, um, you know, the sale tickets to advertise for the show and mm-hmm. be eye catching. I mean, eye catching is first. What is this? Yeah. And then, you know, they look at it and go, I want to go, so boom, sell a ticket, right?
0: Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, I laugh. Um, I get a check a lot of that on the internet because you always see people promoting the shows using the posters. And the first thing you'll, without question, within the first three comments, when is it? Well, it's on the poster. Like, yeah. And that's why I try to make sure all mine have the date clearly presented, or at least you can look at it for five seconds and see where it's at, as opposed to. Okay. Well, okay. That's the competitor. That's the competitor. That's the venue. That's the. Okay. That's a sponsor. Like, I, I. That's the problem. Like, if if you can't see the venue and the date within five seconds, it's not a good poster, in my opinion.
2: Right. Oh Yeah. I, I totally understand. Yeah, and I agree with you, especially. I can right now. I'm not even looking at one. For example, like the charge posters. I can mm-hmm. just see it in my mind. I says like October, and then it says every single date on it, and it's like. Yep boom it's i mean it's just so memorable i mean i know that they're there you know and it's just like it's so easy to to decipher and and uh well i may maybe not be able to go to that show but i can maybe go to that show for example you know that date or whatever so
0: yeah i, pre- I prefer doing the monthly ones as opposed to the every weeks so those would those would be a nightmare <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah cuz then you have to uh well you know then another question um when it comes to, like the charge ones how do you choose uh, who goes on you just kind of rotate you know throw it throw a dart at a dartboard or what
0: that's a uh, that's a reddit call nowadays it? okay uh, it used to be it used to be my call um I would just tell me like I yeah, put it whoever and I, I and I would rotate I'd rotate people out like okay well you, you know corrente he's been on you know the poster kind of tw- you know in the last two months I won't put him on this one and uh oh they haven't been on a poster yet I'll probably put them on and you know, but Reddit—that's Reddick's call, and he—he he tells me exactly who he wants on the shows now. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's yeah. whatever the boss man says, and that's you know, some some people don't like that. Some people like the you know, well, how come they're on posters all the time? Well, because they sell tickets, or they're at training, or they're busting their ass. Like, you know, it's it's not a it's not a consolation prize is what what Reddick told people, and it, he's he's right. You know, you don't get on the poster because oh, well, you've been at training every week or every month. You know for a couple months. So we're going to put you on a poster for fun. If you're not going to attract me, a viewer, we're not going to put you front and center. Um, you know, and that's, that's just marketing. Right.
2: So it sounds like, it sounds like Reddick has a, he has a, he has an alternative or he has a, he has a motive. He has a, a a kind of reason why he chooses who he chooses for those. Yep. It sounds like, yeah. Uh, is that, is that the same for, uh, like, um, well, you know the the big pay per view ones, the uh, you know like the summits and stuff like that. I understand why those are, especially the last uh, uh, Shocktober poster. I mean that was awesome. I mean that's like really good to for all the matches and stuff like that. But what about the yeah. what about the Romero's? Does he does he pick those ones too or no? Um, or is
0: that those kind of of, I, t- I tend to just do just because you know, like oh, uh, you know who because my thought process is with those. Um, You know, sometimes they put them up, sometimes they don't. 90% of the time they do. Uh, But my thought is, if I'm walking into a bar and I see something like that, who's going to be someone that catches my eye? Um, And it's not necessarily always, oh, I want the big jacked-up muscle dude like Mario or a Marlin. And I don't always necessarily want, like, you know, the hot chick, like the Ronnie Winters or the Alligatos or something. Um, Just somebody that's going to make you go, I wonder what that is. Like, I, I put J.K. Pop on one recently because the picture was cool. They have a distinct look, and anyone who's walking to that bar is going to go pro wrestling, and they're going to see those guys and be like, that's going to be a fun show. Ah. You know, and the same with Heidi Howitzer, too. I put her on the first one for that new version just because, like, yeah, Heidi's going to catch your attention.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially the, with all the, the makeup and broad warrior. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 see that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so, um, you know, also in uh, Rocky mountain uh, pro, you, uh, do a lot of the other production, uh, uh, do I'm assuming you, you do a little, a lot of the video as well. And, um, so now, uh, with Rocky mountain pro going to live TV pretty much every week, is it, uh, uh since the last time we like officially talked on the uh, previous version of my podcast, uh how's that been is it is it like increasing your uh, workload or you know got a lot of great hands with working with you i mean how's that been going ever since that change
0: oh thing especially in the last several months things have just gotten uh ridiculously easier for me um i actually because when the last time we talked i was kind of single-handedly running the the production um i was helping film when i needed to i was running directing and making sure editing was good and doing all the entrance videos. So I was kind of a one man band. Um, I've actually since stepped away from uh, production on television almost completely. Um, JT is now running our directing uh, and he's done an incredible job recently. Um, He comes from a broadcasting background like I do. Um, So he's, anytime you see like the live edits and stuff like that, that's JT's doing. And he's, he's really been killing it on that. Um, he's helping train all of our camera crew. Um, so they, they know exactly what to do. Uh, Austin Reddick is now backstage with us. So he's actually calling camera shots as we go. He's, he's technically directing the entire show from start to finish. Right. Uh, so, we, you know, and then now we have these new guys, you know, we're helping with cameras and set up and tear down. So, I mean, my, my job has gotten consistently easier. <laughs> you know, I show up, I do, you know, I'll do the entrance videos. Um, I do pre-tapes and I'll do some promo packages. But other than that, my, I focus on commentary now and I don't worry too much about anything else.
2: All right. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of that, what, what happened to all the, uh, there, there was seemed to be a, a good, uh, for a while, there was a lot of promo package, a lot of backstage stuff. What happened? Uh, just, a change in direction or kind of got out of it for a little bit or do you know
0: i'm not sure that's 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 another reddit call um you know he wanted to you know for like you said we were doing those for a while and um i think with scheduling it just became a, a pretty much of a conflict to not have to do them as much i know uh this coming week uh we've got a few planned okay uh, so so it's gonna go back and forth it all depends on scheduling um you know, I, I'm not going to speak for Matt or Alex, what they want to do for next year. Um, but we've talked about playing with the schedule a bit. Maybe not going every week. Um, maybe going every two or every three weeks. You know, but the, the idea of weekly is still in our heads. Um, so it all comes down to scheduling and, like, time-wise what we can do. Because, you know, realistically, we're not a WWE. We're not an AEW. We can't. We don't have a dedicated crew to just film a pre-tape and to edit it and get it ready to go to air in two hours we just don't have the ability to do that right now right um so that's kind of where you know um you know the in-ring promos have started to become more of a focus and uh you know retic and i've talked multiple times about um you know almost going to what the nwa is now starting to redo um whoever watched this last uh, the first episode of nwa power We've talked about that for months. Of oh, we should put up a background, you know, a, a backdrop, and you know, next to the ring, and have people cut promos there instead of doing them backstage. Um, just little stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the pre-tapes, though, those will come and go depending on the week. Uh, packages. It's just a matter of making sure we have the good footage to do them. <laughs> uh, you know, because I'll take care of those, and I want to start getting back to starting every show with, like, that old-school, like, two-minute video to highlight last week's episode.
2: Yeah, um, and I, I miss that because I, I remember when I first got into Rocky Mountain Pro, uh, it was always – you always got that summary. Uh, this is what happened last week, and it got you pumped and ready to go for this week.
0: Yeah, and and that was a big thing. I, I always wanted to do those, and um, when Vince Russo came in, he was big on those. And so we always made sure we had a but, you know, at the same time, we were, we weren't filming every week. We were filming every month. So I had time. essentially, you know, a week to do a different one every time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but now it's like, Oh, I don't have any time. So <laughs> I have time on like a Saturday or a Friday night and, you know, but, but I don't want to put something out there. That's not quality. You know, I've put a couple together that I, when I, I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be good. And then I watch it back and go, no one's ever gonna see this video because this is awful. So, yeah. But we're gonna get more into the habit of that, and that's just a time management situation.
2: Right. Yeah. That that, that makes sense. And you know, like you you just said, it um, allows them to. You know, the trade off is getting a lot more in ring probos in the and also probably even more matches, more more ring time. You know, for yeah. the, for the for the uh, for the two hours this week.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and and I've always been more of a fan of I mean, I like backstage promos. I actually prefer vignettes and skits more than I've ever preferred backstage promos, um, which, you know, anyone who watched us when Vince was around, like, that was our bread and butter for a long time. We had good matches, but we had equally good backstage stuff. Like, you know, we we joke about it all the time, and uh, Royce and I talk about it every time we're around is – the, uh, the barn brawl between him and Mario oh, oh one, where Vince gave me free reign to do whatever I wanted and when he said that I just smiled and Royce just goes, this is going to be good because <laughs> he knew I had some ideas and just the ridiculous things of like the back and forth and the old western thing and then cutting and you just see the golf cart moving like at two miles an hour. Yeah, it's the most the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever done. But probably one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was that was great. Uh, yeah, so you know, another uh, you know, another you know, thought too is what you know these you know promos and things like that. You know, they, they could get moved to the uh, uh, you know the, to the Facebook to the YouTube channel and all that stuff like that, and then the, you know just reference them. You know, of course, on the show then.
0: Definitely, and that and that's an initiative um, from Reddick as well. He wants to make. The social media more of a must see type thing. Like, oh, I got I che- I haven't checked RMP's you know Facebook in like three hours. I should go check because they probably put up something. Yeah. And so that's what he wants to make more do. And so we've started doing a lot more of those during shows, and they've come off really, really well. I'm very, you know, I, I get a good chuckle out of all of them. Uh, you know, Corey Lyons are always hilarious. Um, Bruce Wayne's who you know he does them on his own, and are probably some of my favorite things to watch every week. So, yeah, it's just, I like kind of being different than just having, oh, backstage promo, backstage promo, or in ring promos all the time. And, you know, just something to keep us on our toes. Cause even I look at the script, you know, every week and I go, oh, we're doing that this week. Cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, along with that, uh, you also um, still have the uh, referee's shirt, I guess you could say. I want to say, I wanted to say hat, but it's, more of a shirt um we see you every once in a while with uh Rocky Mountain Pro getting in the ring but you know we got you right now Rocky Mountain Pro's got a great uh group of uh uh referees you know a core ref and you know they they ask you probably uh to fill in when uh there's not enough staff around I, I'm assuming
0: yeah usually more on house shows because now that I'm in, I'm doing commentary I really can't <laughs> <laughs> you know so yeah like usually at a Romero's I'll jump in there if I can and you know, like one of our little, you know, oh, we have a spot show that's not really going to get used for TV, but we're going to film it anyway. Yeah, okay, I'll jump in. Why yeah. not?
2: But um, um, I, I smell maybe a storyline for Charged. Hmm.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you never know. <laughs>
0: you never, uh, With Reddick, you ne- you do never know sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but you do get into the ring with uh, one of Rocky Mountain Pro's um, uh, i I guess it can really call it a sister promotion that's respect women's wrestling uh, how's, how's that uh, getting in there and uh, roughing the uh, the women
0: oh, I love respect um, you know Nick gossert and Matt are uh, in charge of that and uh, with I actually ref at triple l with Nick gossert and he's made me his head official at both prom- yeah excuse me both promotions yeah um, so technically I'm the head official for uh, respect and for triple L, I um i love respect it's one of my favorite shows every month like i'm always looking forward to it and uh gossard and i are always we, me and gossard become very close friends and uh to the point where he'll send me matches before he even announces them going what do you think and you know nine, 10 out of 10 is always like i can't wait like i, I got dibs on that one i want, I want that <laughs> uh you know because he sends me stuff and uh, it's and it's always cool. Like he never ceases to amaze me. The um, the 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 people he brings in. Like when we first started, you know, I, I'd worked with Leva Bates before at Triple L. So when he's like, oh yeah, Leva's coming in. I'm like okay, that's cool. Um, you know Heather Monroe's coming in. Okay, that's cool. Shotzi cool. You know we've worked with them all before. But then when he sends me a message like, we're getting Eva Leese." Like we're getting who? Like yeah. I you know I've been a fan of Eva Leese for a very long time. So to be able to be like sweet, I get to share the ring with her that that's going to be something special for me and you know same with uh the people like solo darling who i've you know i found before um she really kind of hit it big and i was a, i was a fan from day one so for him to be like oh yeah you get to work with them now and you know to be able to say you know i get to go to respect and you know it happened the for the second time she came out um I was sitting on the ring and Leva came up and I didn't expect Leva to remember who I was. And she comes up and gives me a huge hug. She's like, this is my favorite ref in all of the state. And like, uh, so, so I'm like, cool. I get to be friends with these people who I watched and now I'm watching on bigger productions. So yeah, respect is one of my favorite things to do every month. And it's, it's wild. It's nuts. It's fun. Uh, scary at times you can say, um, yeah. just cause you never know how that crowd's gonna be. <laughs>
2: that crowd um, is, uh, it's bizarre sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank, I'm very happy. the The, the Herman staff has been excellent. Yeah. Um, when it comes to crowds and stuff like that, they're great. Um, the first show, you know, I had you know one fan kept trying to grab Leva, so I had to I you know stomped on his hand. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that was the end of that. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, respect's been really kind of calm, uh, which is a bit of a shocker to me almost
2: yeah yeah right. true i mean even though you know a lot of uh you know i know robbie e got a lot of heat uh, not the you know for the first show but that was good that was good heat that he got um and then uh you know getting the the um uh the two guys in there last time at the last show uh that was good too you know so it was, was kind of fun
0: and it, it is, you know, it's a completely different animal than like what I think most people in Colorado are used to. Yeah. Uh, you know, to have this all-women's promotion with this great talent that's already in the state, but then you bring out the Eva leases, the Leva Bates, the the Holodeds, um you know, Ruby Ray's. Like I, I went and sat by the merch table during the last show for Ruby Ray's and Simone because I knew Ruby was going to kill her. Yeah, I'm like this is gonna this is going to hurt, and I and I want to watch every second of this because this is gonna be bad. And they, it did not disappoint. Those those girls beat the crap out of each other, and uh, so it, it's it is a different animal, but it's so much fun, and it's yeah, you know, it's it's different to watch how they play in matches and do things uh, compared to like just our, our the male counterparts half the time. It's it's it, you can't describe it unless you've seen it. Mm. Like, cause I'll me and Joel sit there in the locker room and just listen, and it's just we'll sit there and be like, "This is weird," like this is awesome how different this actually is.
2: All right. Well, what about uh, you mentioned at Lucha Libre and laughs? Um, ha, ha, as the referee there, uh, I think you're probably a little more in tune to be able to hear the uh, running commentary, and. Uh, anything uh, like really stands out for you that really just cracked you up that the uh, the comics had said during a match that you reffed?
0: I can't hear a word they're saying.
2: Oh, really? Ironic.
0: Uh, no, I can't. Um, maybe it's just because I'm too focused on what I'm doing. I can hear them say my name every now and then, and then I hear people laugh. I'm like, ah, they said something funny. But I, I honestly, I don't have a clue half the time because they'll come back and be like, oh, did you hear that? And, no. I can not oh. hear anything. I can't see past like the third row and I can't hear anything. So it's the weirdest feeling, but I know they said something funny and like nothing they've said to me has cracked me up, but I sat in the crowd and watched um, Anaya versus fire ant and Bryce Rensberg was refing, and I could hear everything they were saying and it made me laugh so hard just because they would say something and Bryce would play with them about it. Like, uh, he he did a two count, he threw the hand up and he kinda points at the crowd and says two and they're saying something about uh, you know, oh he's telling that lady in the crowd she's a two and then he looks at another girl and you know, says, You're an eight, call me. And I was like, That's <laughs> that's good. I'm like that's that's damn good. And that's that's why Bryce is where he's at. So <laughs> Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, he was I met him, he was he's a nice guy. Um what about uh sometimes you get uh Involved in the match per se. Uh, how how is uh how's uh that uh you know uh, feel uh, that the uh, the uh, wrestling talent breaking the fourth wall uh, wants to include you in a match in that way?
0: It's always an honor, man. Like especially, you know our local guys, it's always kind of fun because you know it tells me that they respect me enough. Like uh, you know we got into a thing with Curtis and Sander where Curtis ripped my ref shirt off, and so I walked away and grabbed another one and came back and gave him the Hogan spot, which was fun. <laughs> um you know but Curtis and i've known each other for years so like that's when he said we're gonna do that i'm like oh okay cool finally we get to do something um you know but when i get told like you know by like a taro like hey i want you to do this spot in the match with me uh-huh. I'm like, man i'm just like a an indie ref from colorado like what do i know like this this legend is like asking me to like do a whole spot with him um you know, like Mike Seidel is uh, one of my a good friends that I have in that company, and he's always making sure that we got a fun spot, And you know. Um, so that, you know, but the, the one I remember distinctly out of all the, the things was there was that match. It was Kikutarō versus Royce Isaacs. And um, we were doing a spot where Royce got kicked low, Kikutarō got kicked low, and then I was going to come behind Kikutarō and check on him and make sure he was okay, and he was going to kick me low. He didn't know exactly where I was and full-on mule-kicked me as hard as he could.
2: Yes, I remember this.
0: (laughs) And and I I drop. I just – I collapse. And Royce looks at me and goes, you're selling really good. And I just look at him and go, I'm not effing selling. (laughs) For the rest of the match, I didn't I like I didn't get above my knees because I couldn't move. It was like this is the most painful feeling.
1: Yeah,
0: huh. <laughs> so, but I mean when you have spots like that, or like you know, every time I'm in a cue match, he's always like, How can we get you involved? And yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of those guys are really appreciative of that. And they you know, and I always ask them after shows, like, you know, what what did I do good? What can I do better? Um, and it's always gratifying for me to hear You know, guys like Mike Seidel or even at this last show, uh, Simon Grimm, I asked him. He goes, I'm going to give you the best compliment I can give somebody. I didn't even notice you were there until I needed you. Mm. You know, and you uh, you hear that the first time. You're kind of like, oh, well, okay, cool. But the more you sit there and you hear everybody saying that, you're like, okay, that means I'm doing a good job.
1: Right.
0: Uh, You know, so anytime one of the wrestlers will tell me that and be like, I, did, I honestly didn't even notice until we needed you. And I always take that as a super compliment. And, you know, I always am picking their guys' brains. And everybody usually gives me at least a little something to to, to think about or work on, um, which I always do and implement it into my next, my next match. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, wow. I mean – uh, yeah I mean like Lucha Libre Laughs is just is just total fun it's absolutely oh, fun. It is.
0: it's it's another one of those shows like I look forward to most of the time
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because otherwise you you know and and it's mainly because you have to work with Nick Gossert, right
0: yeah good old four finger <laughs> Gossert. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think he's, he's he's a brilliant promoter he's um, yeah you know, he found his niche and he's He's killing it right now, and so yeah, Nick's Nick's one of my favorite people. We'll text each other randomly, just not even wrestling stuff, just stuff that'll make each other laugh. And it's a it's a you know game of who can make each other laugh harder. So, yeah.
2: All right. Well, um, Kelly, I think I'm gonna go ahead, and we're gonna go ahead and wrap it right there. I think we got a got a lot of good information, but uh, before I let you go, uh, Rocky Mountain Pros got a um, and. Uh, a, you know, Also, Respect's got a pretty big uh, week uh, coming up here. Uh, tell the listeners though, what uh, Rocky Mountain Pro's got coming up uh, this week.
0: Well, uh, Thursday we will be at the Quarry, as we are almost every Thursday. Uh, at 7 p.m. the show starts, but if you want to get there early, we always put on a pre-show match for the fans who show up early. Uh, those are always really kind of fun, and they usually feature the newer talent who you may not see on the TV show. So make sure you always get to the Quarry early on a Thursday night. And then uh, next, the day after that, we'll be at Herman's Hideaway for respect. Uh, We've got evil East coming in. Marty bell is back. Um, One match I'm looking forward to is solo darling versus still life with uh, apricots and pears from Chikara. So that's going to be, it's going to be interesting. There's really no other way to put it. (laughs) Respect is always a good time. A Rocky Mount pro is always a good time. Triple L is always a good time. Um, so yeah, just keep supporting RMP, keep supporting Respect, Triple L, and you know as well as all the other companies in Colorado. The more Colorado wrestling does good, the more these guys and girls get to go make this a living, and the more that this this territory thrives. So I, I think the whole idea of camps or a war is absolute BS. Um, I've got friends all over the place, and I want everybody to succeed, and everybody should want everyone to succeed. So um, support all your your companies and. Come on out to the shows and be on, you know, be on television every week. Why the hell not?
2: Yeah, sure. You know, you are. Why not? Why not everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> if I
0: can do it, anybody can do it.
2: Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Kelly, um, before I let you go, you got any uh social media to plug for the listeners? If you wanted to uh, get in contact with you or follow up with you or anything like that?
0: Uh, find me on Facebook, just Kelly Dowdy. Um, I'm not hard to find there. Twitter, it's uh, at KD Productions 87. I uh, have an Instagram that I don't post on, <laughs> so uh, it's the same. It's KD Productions eighty seven. So just look me up on there. But if anyone uh, wants to get a hold of me, Twitter is prob. Twitter and Facebook is probably the best way to do it. All
2: right, awesome. Well, once again, uh, Kelly, thank you for coming on RMP Radio and uh, be uh, hanging with you for this week.
0: Awesome, thank you, Artie.
2: Once again, a big thank you for Kelly Dowdy for coming on to this episode of RMP Radio. And uh, talking shop, talking flyers, talking posters, talking production, talking refereeing, all kinds of fun stuff. Like I said, the man of many talents and many hats and all kinds of uh, promotions, as well as, of course, his home promotion of Rocky Mountain Pro. Well, uh, let's uh, get this episode wrapped up. But first, let's pay some bills like they used to say back in the day. You want to get some uh, great merchandise of your favorite Rocky Mountain Pro uh, superstars and talent? Uh, head over to uh, rmpwrestling.com and click on the merchandise link. Uh, get all kinds of great selections to uh, choose from there. Uh, in honor of uh, Kelly Doughty, um, how about um, picking up? Uh, how about a Charge shirt? You can get the actual Charge TV uh, logo shirt there from. Uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, you can also go into, uh, Amazon and just, uh, doing a search for, uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, and that should allow you also to get into, uh, the merchandise of, uh, all the shirts and, uh, all kinds of other great things, hats and hoodies and pop sockets and all kinds of, uh, fun things there you can get right there. As for upcoming events that we got coming up uh, for Rocky Mountain Pro, of course, Thursday night, every almost every Thursday night, that's uh, the charged TV tapings from the quarry at the Jefferson County Fairgrounds in uh, Golden, Colorado. Uh, you want to find out all the dates or even purchase your tickets, you can at RMPWrestling.com and clicking on the events link uh, right there. You want to watch Rocky Mountain Pro just in case you're not in the area, or uh, something comes up with your schedule or whatever. Simple as uh, going over to uh, Fight TV. Uh, you can uh, also watch it on uh, the Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash Rocky Mountain Pro. You can also find it on impactplus.tv, The YouTube.com slash Rocky Mountain Pro. As well as uh, you can also find the videos on the Facebook link as well uh this upcoming uh week of uh, course like uh, kelly said for rocky mountain pro and interest to rocky mountain pro the charge on thursday and then respect women's wrestling from the herman's hideaway uh on uh friday there so it should be a great fun time for wrestling this weekend uh, you want to follow us on uh, social media everything stems from rmpr and all your social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they all are the Rocky MTN Pro. And that once again is the Rocky Mike Tango November Pro. Well, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of RMP Radio, where pro wrestling is elevated.